Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Sandy Springs, Georgia, it's time for Chamber Spotlight. Brought to you by Southern Live Oak Wellness. Providing quality mental health treatment to a population in dire need of being treated as equal. For more information, go to southernliveoakwellness.com. Now, here's your host. Welcome, everyone, to the Chamber Spotlight podcast brought to you by Southern Live Oak Wellness. I'm your host, Lola Okanola, and today's episode is a special one as we dive into the world of education. We have fantastic guests lined up for you today. But before we get started, a big thank you to our sponsor, Southern Live Oak Wellness, for supporting this podcast. They are dedicated to promoting mental health and wellness in our community. Now let's jump right in. Our guests today are from the esteemed Springmont School, the first Montessori school in the Southeast. Joining us is Elizabeth Leonard, the head of school, and Karen Poiser, the director of business development and alumni relations. Welcome to the show, Elizabeth and Karen. Thanks, thank Lola. You. We're excited to be here. Yes, thank you for having us. Awesome. Now, Elizabeth, what is Springmont School and what makes it stand out from so many other schools in our community? All right. Well, thank you for asking. Springmont School is a toddler through eighth grade Montessori school in Sandy Springs. Um, we have an enrollment of about 260 students. Our school not only provides a world-class Montessori education, but it also provides meaningful opportunities for students to engage in outdoor ed, activities ranging from the care of our farm animals. We have goats, chickens, turkeys, bunnies until recently, on our farm, on our seven-acre main campus right on Long Island Drive. Drive, Drive, yeah. Um, To extended overnight excursions at our 83-acre land school campus in Somerville, Georgia. Additionally, students learn how to access resources in their local environment, including museums, libraries, grocery and hardware stores, parks, and more. We are always out and about. Springmont is a diverse community that honors the background, culture, and perspective of its members. That is wonderful. Wow. So for our listeners that don't know what a Montessori school really does, tell us. Give us some background. Tell me, tell us, what is a Montessori school exactly? Sure. Well, Montessori has been around for over 100 years. It's an educational method developed initially by Maria Montessori in the late 1920s. And as its success grew and was documented and shared, uh, the Montessori method soon spread all over the world and continues to thrive internationally. Maria Montessori was a doctor and a scientist who understood that children contained within them the necessary tools for developing and learning, and that what was needed for this development was an environment designed to foster this growth. So this idea is really different from many schools where you feel like where the teacher is giving the knowledge This philosophy has to do with the children having that knowledge and those abilities and skills within them and the teacher helping them come out. So it's it's really quite different. Um, The environment that we um, have in classes is called the prepared environment. 
and it contains child-centered and sized materials presented in an organized and aesthetically pleasing and accessible manner. So now when you go into most preschool programs or um, elementary programs, the furniture is appropriately sized for children. This was not the case in the early 1900s. So even the idea of having chairs and tables that fit the kids and materials that they could work with with their own hands um, that were designed for them was a new idea. Um, our teachers receive specific training on how to guide students in the use of these materials. And the materials are presented in a sequential way in order to build their skills, interests, and understanding. Once a student gets trained on a material, they're able to choose it during our work period time, which can be from two to three hours. So when you think about that, thinking about children as young as three, four, five, having several hours where they can choose materials. Sometimes the kids will focus on something for 10 minutes. Sometimes they'll focus on it for an hour. Um, so not only are we building the skills, we're also building the focus. Um, and many of these materials draw from several disciplines at once. Um, as they get older, they're able to you know, work for increasingly long periods of time. Another really interesting aspect of Montessori is that the students learn in multi-age classrooms. So you have students that are age um, you know, four, five, and six in the same classroom, for example, so that the older ones can teach the younger ones. And it turns out that children really enjoy learning from peers, sometimes even more than they enjoy learning from adults. Mm -hmm. So it works out both ways. Um, so our school actually goes all the way up through eighth grade. Um, <clears throat> and so... Um, the children, many of the children stay for the whole time. Some children come, um, you know, midway through the program. But when they stay in a class for three years, not only are they having strong bonds with their classmate, but they're also getting that strong relationship with their teachers. Um, and in addition to the work in the class, they're doing um, PE classes and art and music. So they're out and about. Our seventh and eighth grade program is really a transition from Montessori um, into the, their next school post-Springmont. Post uh, a lot of our students will go to other independent schools, maybe more traditional schools, Catholic schools, and public schools. So the 7th and 8th grade program is really a bridge for them um, where students can study algebra, geometry, biology, physical science, and even Latin. Um, one thing that we always hear about our graduates is how well-equipped they are to handle all the different kind of school environments they go to. And the extent to which, and this is true of Montessori students, that they're regarded as, as students who really know themselves, they can self-advocate, problem-solve, and they engage in learning for learning's sake, not for the grade. Um, and beyond high school, our graduates are artists, doctors, engineers, scientists, authors, many of whom come back to Springmont when it's time for their own children to go to school. So that's really a special time for us when we have alumni come back and their parents and grandparents. It's exciting. Yes. Wow, that's really wonderful. So Springmont was founded in 1963, right? Yep. Tell, tell us a little bit more about sure. that. Sure. So in 1963, a small group of parents were looking for a school and looking for a developmental approach that really, you know, honored where children were at, at young ages. Um, and someone in the group had heard about Montessori. Um, there was no other Montessori school in the southeast part of the United States to go look at. So they went overseas and went looking there and um, liked what they saw. Um, and decided to have that be the uh, philosophy that guided Springmont. And Springmont was first known as the first Montessori school of Atlanta, very mm -hmm. appropriately. Um, and um, 
they sent an educator. We, there weren't any educators here who knew Montessori, right? So we had to send someone over. And the training is not a two-month process. It's a several-year-long process. Oh. So they really dedicated. It was a long-term you know, look into that and, and sent someone over to get trained. And so we started in the basement of Pace Academy um, and only had, I think, eight students as we started. But then, you know, shortly thereafter, I think we were up to 30 or 40 right in that first year. We came to the Long Island Drive campus in 1973. And as I said, it's a seven-acre campus where we have several buildings and space for outdoor activities as well as our farm animals. So it's a really special place sort of nestled in Sandy Springs. Um, we changed our name to Springmont in 2012 to honor Sandy Springs, as oh. well as the Montessori, right? So um, that's become our new name. And we're accredited by the Association of Montessori International, which holds schools to the highest standards of instruction, including a requirement that all of our lead teachers must be AMI trained and certified. So lots of schools can call themselves Montessori, and they might use some of the approaches or some of the materials, but a school like Springmont follows all of that, um, all of the rigor and all of the procedures and processes that have been studied and borne out by research. That's one of the, these things that's excited about being in Montessori education as over the years, as more brain research has happened and child development research has happened, the things that she knew to be true by studying children in their environment um, have been backed up by research. Um, so it's really kind of exciting, you know, yeah. to know like what we knew to be true. Right. Science is also showing, data is also showing, you know, uh, with all the advanced techniques that are out there now, um, why it works. That's great. Well, congratulations to you guys, to Springmont, for taking that initiative 60 years ago, Yeah, you know, to, to do something like this, and, and you're reaping the rewards. It's, it's yeah. really remarkable. Yeah, it is really exciting when you have alumni come back, yes. and especially, like I said, when they bring their own kids. We have alumni that serve on our board, Yeah, um, and they talk about what it meant for them to be at Springmont and why they come back and why they continue to serve. And it really is, I mean, Springmont's the kind of school that's a community that you join. Right. Right. It's not just I drop my kid off and right. pick them up at the end of the day. It's not like that kind of transaction. It's you join with another group of parents who are all trying to figure out things together at the same time. We have, we have counselor coffee talks. We have lots of parent education. And what we're really seeking to do is the Montessori method works best when parents are... Um, fully engaged and things at home mirror what's happening at school. Mm-hmm. So we do spend a lot of time inviting parents are invited to come in. They spend hours coming um, to observe their children. Um, we do also zoom observations so they can Ooh. sort of see the classroom without the impact of them actually being there because sometimes your child will act different if you're in the room. Right. Right. So we do observations by zoom so that um, parents can see they can come in and volunteer in all sorts of ways, take do the parent education we have all sorts of events. So it's really like a community that you join. Right. And the longer you stay, the more you reap the benefits from it. So That's fun. awesome. So for our listeners today that are interested in enrolling their children at Springmont or their grandchildren or just to learn more, <laughs> sure. tell us how do they do that? Sure. Well, um, we invite anyone to come check out our website, www.springmont.com, and um, all the information is there. But the basic process is we want you to come in and see the school. So we offer tours um, 
for our mission person offers tours. So you can come in and see it because I think you really have to see it to understand it, unless you're very familiar with Montessori. But even so, like Springmont's its own place. So you'll want to come and see it um, because it's hard to put into words. You really need to see it in action. So I think it starts with the tour and coming and asking questions. Um, we sometimes will have parents and teachers available for the tours too, so you can really get your questions answered. And sometimes even our kids join in and answer questions. Oh. I think they're their best spokespeople they for are. Springmont. Um, but so that that's kind of where it starts. Um, is checking us out on the website, coming for a tour. We have an application process; those are available now. Um, applications are due February first. Um, and as I said, we serve children starting at 18 months through eighth grade, but you are welcome to come on the early side if you're someone that likes to look ahead and your child isn't at 18 months yet and you just sort of want to see. Um, that's a really good idea to start shopping around early because you want to you want to know what's out there. You want to have that in place that, that always makes you feel a lot better where you know where your child's going. So we often will have children that are on the wait list that as they age into the program, they're, they're going to start. Right. Yeah. Wow. Well, now, as we know, it takes a lot to keep a school running. Yeah. So how, other than enrolling your children, how can our listeners support Springmont School? Karen? Yeah, that's my my (laughs) lane. (laughs) We are always looking to um, partner with businesses and anybody um, who wants to lend their support to Springmont. And there are several ways to do that. Um, Of course, you can always make a donation to our Springmont Fund. That's our annual giving fund. Uh, You know, we just passed Giving Tuesday and there was an opportunity for everybody to give to every charity. Springmont is a 501c3 certified charitable organization in the state of Georgia. And so people can give and look for those tax deductions later. Um, And we take gifts of cash, check, credit card, one-time gifts, reoccurring gifts we take matching corporate gifts and we're really open to conversations about matching corporate gifts if there's an organization uh, a business that would like to match our donors um, we also take gifts of grants uh, of course grant funding we love that or gifts of stock any of those things are accepted and all are encouraged <laughs> the other opportunity and that's just one way to give to our Springmont fund two other really big opportunities One is Apogee. A lot of people are not familiar with Apogee, but they may have heard of it called the Georgia State uh, Scholarship Program. Mm. Basically, you can redirect your tax dollars so that you're not paying for the potholes on the highway. Mm. Instead, you are paying for a young person to go to school. This is a scholarship where you can afford a family and a child educational choice. Montessori does not have to be out of reach for anybody. And it's all on us. And when I say redirect your tax dollars, individuals can do up to $1,200 or I'm sorry, up to $2,500. Couples, $5,000 and businesses can do 75% of their tax liability. Wow. Right. This is incredible. Wow. We need our we need our business owners to to understand that they can on this. Listen. Yes. And this is money you're giving anyway, right? Right. You're just changing. You are just changing. Instead of your instead of paying for the pothole, you are truly paying for young people to get a quality education. Now tell us a little bit more. When do these two businesses need to to do this like do they go to their accountant do they do this at tax when they're filing their taxes like give us a little bit more yeah thank you so much for asking so there are a couple things that you need to know about this program 
applications are being accepted right now. And the deadline is December 15th. The state has allocated $1.5 million towards educational choice. And in order for your tax dollars basically to be in that bucket, you apply today or before December 15th. Okay. And in January, the state will respond to you. Yes, you have been approved and you can, uh, you can allocate whatever percentage of your tax liability for educational choice. And in, enjoy that tax credit in 2025 this is the long and and once you're in you're in it's it's good and you reap the benefit over and over and over again this is a win-win situation for everybody for the business owner for the young person and for society in general right 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 there is there is no loss here um and like you said this is money you would have spent already right right our governor is coming to collect (laughs) Yeah. Wow. I mean, and that money makes a huge difference at a small school like Springmont. I mean, yeah. that's that's somebody else who can go to school, mm-hmm. right? Every time somebody donates, yes, you can put that money for financial aid. It's awesome. So I'm always singing this song. You hear me say this all the time. Apogee, apogee, apogee. Redirect your tax dollars um, so that a young person can go to school. One last opportunity to support Springmont, and this is a huge one because... Sometimes people just don't have the funds, but there are other things they, they want to do or can do, but they, they just need to be a little creative. Mm-hmm. As you heard Elizabeth say, we are celebrating 60 Ooh, years. Yes, <laughs> yes. That's a huge deal. Yes, so for our 60th anniversary. The golden Jubilee. It right? is. It is our diamond, diamond Jubilee. Diamond. Yes. Diamond. Oh my diamond. goodness. Diamond. Yes, yes. <laughs> So for our Diamond Jubilee, we are having our anniversary auction in April. Can't have an auction without goods. So if there are businesses out there that want to um, provide us something to, to for the auction, you know, a hotel that wants to give us a, a weekend stay, a restaurant that wants to give us a gift card ah. for dinner for two, um, you know, a, a, another restaurant that wants to provide meals for a week, a chef who wants to do a private dinner, a nail salon, you want to give me a gift certificate, whatever it is, I'm open to it. We can put together packages. I'm trying to procure auction items today. Okay. So hit us up, springmont.com, or you can email me directly at development at springmont.com. Um, and of course, there are sponsorship opportunities. Sponsorship opportunities as little as $1,000 with marketing benefits. Okay. Up to 15000 if your pockets can stand it and you feel like um, this is a, a cause you really want to get behind, there are plenty of rewards on the, on the flip side of that, but I have sponsorship opportunities from beginning to end. Wow. Wow. This sounds so exciting. Thank you so much for sharing all this information. Thank you for having us. This has been incredible, and Thank I am I'm really excited um, to be a part of the Sandy Springs community and really reach out to the business owners here because I do feel like there's there are so many opportunities for us to work together for the good of our young people. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. This wraps up another episode of the Chamber Spotlight podcast sponsored by Southern Live Oak Wellness. A big thank you to our guest, Elizabeth Leonard. Thanks for having us. And Karen Poison. Yes, it's been a pleasure. And to our listeners, thank you for tuning in. Don't forget to subscribe for more insightful conversations about our community's movers and shakers. Until next time, stay well.